This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Hey everybody, uh, but you don't have to respond. My name, <laughs> you threw me off. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from the UCB Theater on Tuesday, January 31st, to Ocean's Eleven. Wow, I can't believe, it. see, I just did it. I was just gonna make a joke about doing that and I did it because it's written right next to each other. Because the next sentence is I can't, I, it's almost February and I'm still writing two Ocean's Eleven on my checks. <laughs> I totally fucked up my own joke. We'll fix that in the edit. Since last, I, uh, 
I spoke, you listened. I got a tweet from at Brett underscore Savage regarding the SF sketch show episode. He wrote, hey, Doug Benson, I was the black guy at the show <laughs> yesterday. Depending on the content, uppity can be racist. Well, I'm glad that's settled. <laughs> Maybe he meant contexts. Depending on the context? Content. Anyway, uh, I'm happy to say that Doug Lowe's Movies will be returning to Cobbs in San Francisco on April 19th, and I've already booked three of your favorites to appear, schedules permitting. Doug Lowe's Movies at the Vancouver Comedy Festival sold out, so we added another one. Deets and links for all of my shows are at douglowsmovies.com. Now it's time for Watch This, Not That. The number one movie in the U.S. of A is The Gray, starring Liam Neeson. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm pretty sure at one point Liam says, this is what I'm going to need you to do. <laughs> Get under the wolf. <laughs> then you will be taken <laughs> by the wolf. The number two movie in the country is Underworld, Awake and Loving It. And... Um, <laughs> And all I can say from this combination is that America loves wolves. Jesus. Wolf movies are hot. But I don't love underworld movies, so watch The Grey, not Underboob. This has been... Watch this, not that. Tonight is round two of the semifinals of the third tournament of championships. Yeah, it's turning out to be a, a little bit of a bitch to book. Uh, Jerry O'Connell is off in uh, New York City appearing in the Broadway show Seminar with Hans Gruber. <laughs> yeah, Hans Gruber is in it. I'm just, I, I, want, I just want to be there when they're having conversations backstage. Mr. O'Connell. Um, McLean. And um, Edgar Wright and uh, Simon Pegg are writing a movie. So that, you know, that takes up all their time. But I'm excited that they're doing it. Um, I don't know what's up with Wee Man. <laughs> Sean Cullen is in Canada. Uh, whatever that is, you could turn it off. Just go ahead and pull it out of your pocket. Find that button. Nicely done. It's weird that the guy with a can of beer has a phone going off in his pocket. <laughs> what a stereotype. Um, <laughs> he should also have a joint hanging out of his mouth. What did I say about Jeff Garland? Oh, he, uh, he was in for tonight as of yesterday. And then yesterday he texted me saying he couldn't come because tonight he's meeting the first lady. <laughs> Which might be a euphemism. <laughs> and then, um, no, I guess he's meeting Michelle Obama tonight. So that's, uh, as reasons to go to cancel, that's a pretty good one. And uh, the first alternate, Paul Shear, and second alternate, Kate McCucci, were busy tonight. So I had to go super deep into the, uh, into the alternates. But we have two of the people that, you know, they originally qualified and then a very, uh, you know, someone who deserved to qualify and was the third alternate. So that, that it's happening for him tonight. Couldn't be more excited for him. Uh, it's going to be a very intense competition, you guys. Please welcome to the stage Graham Elwood, Andy Wood, and Scott Ockerwood, man. <laughs> Scott, Scott Ackerman Wood. Oh. I think Scott, Scott always sits as close as right next to me, and Graham always sits as far away as possible. Andy, I don't have, a, I don't have a, I an idea yet of spot. where you... I don't have your seating pattern set in my mind yet, but I think, I think you were in the middle last time. I think I was. Yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Let's start with you then, Andy. 
curator, is that the right word for what you do at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival? A little more pretentious than I would go, but that works. All right, what do you call it? Coordinator? Producer, maybe? In charge of her? Sure, yeah. Producer's producers more... Yeah, producer. It's less Um, douchey. Yeah, but producer... No, it's more pretentious. Oh, it is? (laughs) Curator, I kind of... I'm going to call you the curator. Okay, I don't pick paintings for it, if that's what... No, but you do pick comedians, <laughs> and those well, no, are, in their own way, works of art. That's actually not... I don't, I'm not the only one doing that. <laughs> and though. you blow the dust off of them? That's true. <laughs> Cover you wipe, them at And night. you wipe them down? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you... The Bridgetown Comedy Festival is when? It's April 12th to the 15th. And in what city? In Portland, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know where the Bridgetown Comedy Festival was. You were there last year. Oh, no, sorry. I thought that was Kyle Kinane for a second. <laughs> Um, you just pointed to a guy with a beard that looks nothing like Kyle Kinane. I like it. That's... I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's owning it. Um, and it's, I'm sorry, 12 through the 15th? 12 to 14. Right, yeah, so. I had a great, Graham was there last year. I was there last year. It's a, it's a, it's a fucking good time. So uh, come it's and check it fun. out. But speaking of Portland, Graham Elwood and I will be, uh, this plops on Friday. So tonight we will be appearing at the Helium Comedy Club. Two shows in Portland. Boom. And uh, two shows tomorrow night, Saturday. And then we split town to go to Vegas and uh, Monday night, Palace Station, Louis Anderson Theater. Boom. Third time in as many months. They love us there. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. We're forcing them to love us yes. there. Yes. We just keep coming back. Louis Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not the most important piece of information from all of what I just said, but it was definitely in there. I definitely said word. Louis Anderson at one point. Big chair on stage. Yeah, yeah, he's got a big comfy chair on stage that, that we, you know, we could sit on if we choose to. Yeah. Uh, and come, come for the big chair, stay for the comedy. Yeah, and, and Graham contributed to the prize bag a uh, $10, he's got the coupon code written on here, I can't let anybody see it, but it's a $10 coupon to get anything you want that's $10 or less on comedyfilmnerds.com. Or you could buy something more and spend, you get 10 of it for free, like any sort of a Oh, yeah, product. that's a great idea. Spend hundreds of dollars. And yeah. <laughs> spend $100 and it's 10% off. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, it's 10%. Wonderful price. It's 1% off 1000 so you know yeah. what I mean, however, whatever you want to do. Andy brought an amazing movie on uh, DVD called Birdemic. So that's, uh, that's in there. That's exciting. And he also brought a hilarious book, I assume, just from the cover. Stoner Coffee Table Book. Or Stoner Coffee Table Book, if you like to pronounce it the correct way. You don't want to go the Jennifer Hudson route. <laughs> Seriously, when Jennifer Hudson is acting in something, watch how she takes pauses in the dumbest places in her sentences. It's terrible. She's the new Christopher Walken. In her Weight Watchers course, she goes, because it works. It's terrible. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Why are you... It's because it works. <laughs> Own it. Uh, I brought a professional here, Meridian. Did you bring something, Scott? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> oh, you brought this. Uh, it's from the Weezer Cruise. It's a uh, bracelet. Yes, that you brought. I loved the Weezer Cruise. Oh my God, you had so much fun on the Weezer Cruise. No, I brought. I brought uh, whoever wins, uh, I'll give him a T-shirt. Uh, we'll, we'll get their You'll size. You'll work it out. Yeah, yeah, okay. we'll work it out. Pro- our least popular t-shirt on Earwolf.com. Probably, uh, <laughs> the probably ones a ridiculous no one's cage. <laughs> and you'll still be here uh, for the rest of the night for Comedy Bang Bang, which follows us every week. I will indeed, uh, yes. Yeah, it's a treat to precede you guys and to congratulate you because Comedy Bang Bang is now going to be a TV show on the IFC Network. Thank you, Doug, and thank you, audience! We... Um, Start filming Monday. 
Well, let me ask you this. How will it be different from the podcast, and how will it be similar to the podcast? Uh, I, c- I can't really talk about the format necessarily, but I w- uh, it will be... What if I had a gun? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, it'll, it'll be similar in the sense of I'll be there and some of the characters from the show will be there and... You um, have an open door policy over there. Yeah, yeah, we leave all the doors open yeah, in yeah. this one. There's not just one door like there is at Earwolf, but um, yeah, and, and it's a talk show, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it debuts when? Uh, June 8th, I believe. Um, but we may sneak preview before then. It's right after June 7th? Probably 24 hours calendar. later. Yeah, yeah, my calendar. That's, where, that's how it works. June 7th and June 8th. Boom. So that's how I'll remember it. Um, <laughs> Graham Elwood, uh, you're a comedy film nerd. What can you recommend to this kind, nice audience that you've uh, eyeballed lately? I know we were on the cruise um, together, so we didn't see a lot of movies well, on the cruise. Well, go see the first two-thirds of The Grey and then gouge out your eyeballs for the last 30 minutes of that fucking movie. Um, the first part, I loved it. And then uh, he's fighting wolves, and then it gets the ending. I don't want to ruin it. It's uh, really up there with uh, loaves of shit that have come out prior to it. <laughs> I thought you were going to pull a great example. <laughs> But you went, you went, no, went no. more vague on it there. Uh, yeah, it, it's... Uh, yeah. Oh God. It's, it came out in January. What do you want? Yeah, but taken... Two-thirds. I'll take two-thirds of a good movie. Sure. This time of year. Sure. Are you kidding me? I guess I got so drunk with Taken that only had eight minutes of that dumb exposition poker game that was like, hey, what'd you get? Two queens? Kind of like that job we did to let you everybody know how experienced I am at killing people. Yeah, pass me another beer. They got, once oh, they it's got like that, that painting? The wolves play poker? Yeah, <laughs> it is. The wolves play poker. So, What have you seen lately, uh, Andy Wood? I just saw Hugo and Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Like in the same day? Did, you, were you, did yeah. you have a lot of napping to do? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta catch That's up on fair. my napping. What two movies? Did you see Hugo in the 3D? I saw it in 3D. I thought it was good. I, I'm one of the few people that likes 3D, I guess. Really? You like it all the time? Always, yeah. Wow. You're so on board with it. They, they, yeah. they got sleek new glasses for the Avengers that people keep tweeting me about, so I'll, I'll see if, how those work out. These were like heavy and battery operated. I don't know if those are different from the That's normal. That's what I'm saying. The heavy ones really make me unhappy. Yeah, I watched like 30 minutes of Hugo and said, really? I'm, uh, do I need these to watch Sasha Baron Cohen chase a kid through a train station? <laughs> The answer, the answer is no. Yes. No, I don't. But, you know, I, I do want to see the whole thing because I do respect Martin Scorsese. And well, you walked out halfway through because of the glasses? 30 minutes in. Because I, really? I also knew it was two hours long. It's wow. fucking hella long for a thing that with kids and a guy in a train station. I say, Hugo, I'll go again and again. It's, <laughs> it's a, that's what you can expect on Comedy Bang Bang and IFC, folks. That's the format, right? Everybody there. calls exactly. it a love story to the movies. Maybe I walked out 20 minutes in, but when I walked out, no nobody, nobody had mentioned a movie. Yeah, no, yeah. There was nothing about movies. It was a train station. It was a love letter to train stations. It was a rope in a train station. It's a yeah. love letter to Bicentennial I, Man looking rope. Now that it's been out a while, uh, everyone knows it's a love letter to the movies, but I, I got like uh, totally shanghaied by that. I had no idea it was going to be all about Martin Scorsese's Pan to the uh, the art of cinema. It just like came out of left field for me, and in a, in a bad way. You didn't like it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, th- I expect when you go see a movie called Hugo, it's about Hugo, not about uh, 
the invention of the movie and some old dude who did it really well. And twice they show the scene where the first moviegoers saw that moving train and then like cowered thinking the train was going to hit him in the face. Like that was like the second time nobody laughed or it wasn't interesting at all. <laughs> nobody laughed. Well, the first <laughs> time, the first time oh, they were so laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rollicking in the look eyes. at those dumb people that didn't yeah. know what movies were and they thought they were going to get hit by the thing on the screen. When I was a, a tour guide at Universal Studios, when we would do go by King Kong and he'd grab the tram and he'd shake it. All the Asian ladies acted like their lives were really in danger. <laughs> it was insane. But that's well, a real so threat in Tokyo. Yeah, I mean, it's the first mean, time that, they've seen something like that since Godzilla. Yeah, they have real problems with it. Come over here on vacation. What's that banana smell? Yeah. And then your tram's being shaked by a monkey. Just like taking their apartment on the plane with them. <laughs> I saw a war horse, Doug. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, we've discussed it yeah, privately. It's a movie about... Um, War and the effects of war uh, mm-hmm. done as sensitively uh, by the director of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> it's, it's exactly as good as that. I heard it's pretty violent for a PG-13. Yeah, probably. I don't yeah, know. So I'm in. They never show the scene where the horse slips everyone the love potion that makes everyone love it so much. But it's, uh, I thought that was an oversight. It's a beautiful horse. But from the minute you see the horse, it's like everyone's like, I'll do anything for that horse. I will lay down my life for Does that horse. Does it turn a Nazi? Does a Nazi decide to be good? Because yeah, horse? everyone. Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. I love that magical horse. I want to see the Broadway show. I want to see the dudes pretending to be a horse. That sounds a lot more entertaining to me. Than if a, it was than dudes pretending horse. to be a horse in the movie, oh I'd be on board. <laughs> Best picture. Fuck you, the artist. <laughs> Best co-actors for the front and back halves, right? But you know, if you want to see a love letter to the movies, the artist, from the second it starts, it's, it's about the movies. And it is for the in- entire time it's playing. A little too much like Singing in the Rain for my taste. The plot's a little similar, it's yeah. The, it's the same plot, yeah. Do you, speaking of when you were a Universal tour guide, have we ever told the story about when we went to Universal Studios together and we went into the Back to the Future thing? So Doug, I don't know where this is going. I, uh, well, Doug was a tour guide. I'm rifling through all the past handjob situations that you, that you and I were in. Doug was a tour guide, and we went through the part where you go see all the special effects in the movies, uh, where the tram stops, mm-hmm. and he knows what's going to happen. So the minute uh, the, the t- person who's now the tour guide says, okay, we need uh he shoots his hand up and says, right here! <laughs> and she says, Volu- oh, you, sir, yes, volunteer? Sure, you, sir. And they take him off into another room, and I'm going, what is happening? <laughs> and, and what Doug knows is they dress you up like Doc Brown from Back to the Future. <laughs> and normally... <laughs> Normally, it's some dumb hick from Oklahoma who's like, and it's charming that he's dressed up like Doc Brown. He's not an actor. He doesn't want to act like, and he's like, you know, being dragged into this situation. They say, okay, where's our volunteer? Doug throws the door open, looks like Doc Brown, and says, I hope I didn't say something from the... From Taxi. Taxi, and not... And why would I say gigawatts? Probably because you want to offend anybody. And you acted, to the chagrin of the tour guide, you acted like Christopher Lloyd the entire time. 
But that was a that was a stage show that they that they were doing there, and I had I, I hadn't been a tour guide yet. I had just seen that show before. Oh, okay, and you'd always want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the flux capacitor. Oh. oh. Who are you doing? Uh, that's I'm enough, just, Mr. The Mr. flux Elwood. capacitor. Oh. Mr. Hey, this room Elwood. smells like pussy. From what I've been told. I'm doing one of the guys from Green Acres as Christopher Lloyd in... Mr. Haney. Mr. Haney. Flux capacitor. I can't even do any voice at all. Let alone your own. So, <laughs> come on. Oscar snubs, 50-50, win-win, J. Edgar, J. Edgar. What happened? Snubs, flubs. <laughs> oh. All right, moving on. <laughs> you didn't like J. Edgar, did you? No, no, I didn't see J. Edgar. Oh. And I'm so excited that I don't have to now because I would have felt obligated if he got nominated. Now I have to see that movie about that, uh, that other dude. A Better Life. Damien Bashir. Yeah, I didn't see it when it was out theatrically. Now I got to seek it out because I, I try to see all the major nominees, right. you know, and and movies that have the best song in them. So I have to I, so I have to see Rio, <laughs> and and I already saw the Muppets. Only two. There was only two songs they thought were worthy of <laughs> nominating. The Muppets has six or seven songs in it, right? So nominate them all. Yeah, that's what and they should And that Mary J. Blige song from The Help. That was a slow jam. That's in the end credits? Yeah. Maybe it existed for some other reason, though. Because it has to be written expressly for the movie. She she wrote it to get an Oscar nomination. Mary J. Blige. I can't believe that didn't work. Yeah. That whole movie is an Oscar nomination. Although Hugo got more nominations than anything. and, And none of them are for acting, so I don't get it. One for Robots? To get an Oscar nomination for robots? <laughs> the robot category? That's a new category. Best robot. <laughs> oh, and people could shut up about how Andy Serkis should get nominated for being the monkey that got, that got you know, put in the monkey movie. <laughs> oh, he should have got a supporting actor nomination. He was so, he was so soulful. And, and Patton Oswalt can shut up about being the monkey in Young Adult, too, that didn't get a nomination. <laughs> He says that? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't mean that, Patton. But it is true. A lot of people don't know this. Andy Serkis, they, he shot all the Patton's scenes, and then they put Patton's face on later. <laughs> now they're saying that what's-her-name, Gina Carano in Haywire, that her whole part was dubbed by somebody else. No, they, they, they lowered her voice, like, electronically to make her sound more authoritative. <laughs> to make her acting more authoritative. Yeah, yeah. Because she's, she's a badass character, but she's kind of like, okay, I'm going to go do that. You know, like, yeah. She's, she, I just think she has a There's high a voice. disconnect. I think she could be really good in action movies. Like, her action, she's got that part. The fights are all really good. But now they need to, you know, she needs seven or eight movies before she's like a, a capable actress. Right. And that, you know, starting out, good. starting out with an art film is a little, is a little yeah. rough. I, I think. thought it was enjoyable. It was okay. It was Soderbergh-y. I've already said this on the show, oh, right. but it was just like, you know, it's just something about like the, what, what he does. I, 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 I will see everything he makes, but chances are I'll complain about it after. Do you like Out of Sight? Love Out of Sight. That's a great movie. That's my favorite. But then this one is just like, kind of like, it's just kind of copying a lot of the same rhythms oh. of that, but with a, a girl who fights and doesn't act. <laughs> 
deadly combo. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess he always wants to hire some, but like, wasn't Sasha Gray in one a few years back? And then that's what I'm saying. I think he has a thing for like non-actor uh, so actors. So what if she can act or not? Uh, you know, I I'll, I'll get to work with her for. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Forget about his movies. How'd that dude get to fuck some other chick and have a baby with her and still stay with his wife? That's what I want to know. Yeah, he did that too, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Sneaky dude. That's a, that's a hero right that there. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was what? weird. That was weird. That did happen, Graham. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it happened while we were on the Weezer cruise. Fuck. So we, to- we totally missed it. Damn it. <laughs> we missed it in the news. I just kept worrying about our boat capsizing. <laughs> You guys didn't capsize, right? We no, about that. I think we... Yeah. No, we, I think we, we did it, right? We, we pulled in okay. Yeah, yeah. I think we made it, yeah. <laughs> if we did, I would have been up and out. I, kn- I knew every... I knew where to go. Uh, you know, where to trip and fall into a lifeboat? <laughs> I was constantly making tripping and falling into lifeboat jokes, and, and everyone... People would just cry. <laughs> it's a little too soon, yeah. They just start sobbing. Too late. Before <laughs> that. It was too soon, too late. Uh, let's shall we play a game of champions? <laughs> this crowd doesn't seem that excited no, about it. They're just like, like eh, I don't care. No no problem problem with it. Hang on, no name tags yet. Kind of. Oh. We're gonna have a quick round of build a title to uh, a speed round to determine who will go first today in Leonard Maltin game, and then we'll pick name tags. Uh, the real Dave Padilla suggested. Dave. Yeah, he suggested. You know, I know there's a lot of false Dave Padillas out there, yeah. so I'm glad this guy made it clear that he's the real Dave Padilla. Uh, he suggested um, The Other Sister as a starter title. So we'll remove the the and just call it Other Sister. And we'll start with, Graham's played this the most, so we'll start down there with him, give the other guys a chance to, uh, to think. Stepmother. Stepmother sister. <laughs> I like the sound of that. That might get made, actually. And then we go to Andy. So you need something that ends in step or begins with sister. Stepmother, sisters of endearment. Whoa! <laughs> I did not see. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that one coming. Wow! That's holy shit. Yeah, that's I pretty good. The way to work terms of endearment into my daily life. All right, so so you're gonna just tack that onto anything? Just yeah. yeah. Armageddon terms of endearment. <laughs> Big Shirley McLean. Got really lucky that worked out. Uh, Scott ends in step or begins with endearment. <laughs> Or meant? Can it, can it end in steps or just steps? No, you can't get nah. that S in there, man. Don't you try to get that S in there. Step by step, mother? Is that a movie? <laughs> <laughs> Graham Elwood style. Is that a movie? <laughs> Not a movie. You gotta, you, gotta be able to descri- you gotta be able to describe the movie. Like, who, it's like who's in it? So great. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's like not review it, not review it's it. Like Describe two and a half stars at least. <laughs> All right, you're out. Let's go back to Graham. Step by Step is a movie. Oh yeah, who's in it? We all know who's in it. It was that, it was that, it was that dancing movie, right? No, that's Step, step Up, up idiot. The All right, well then I will go with uh, terms of endearmentalist. That's a TV show. <laughs> That they really should make into a movie. It's too bad there isn't Mentos the movie. 
Because that would fit in perfectly. Um, but you got anything else? Yeah, it's um, of course I do. There's the. All right, Andy's uh, our winner. Uh, <laughs> and uh, congratulations, Andy. That was one of the shortest build titles I've ever experienced. Stepmother, sisters of endearment. And uh, so now we're gonna play Letter Malton. Could you guys please bring out your name tags? Name this tags. There's always some pretty creative ones. Oh, nice. Episode of Playboy. Oh, Whoopie Pies. Is that really a thing? Whoopie Pies? Rhoda. And your name is Whoopie? Is that raw meat in the back there? Yes. <laughs> right here. Everybody calls her Whoopie. Uh, I just a had a fucking Whoopi. raw smoothie because I'm a vegetarian, so get that goddamn murder out of my face. <laughs> fucking cannibal. Poppets? Too good uh-huh. for a name nice tag? No, I Yeah, you. Oh, that was mean. (laughs) All right, pick somebody, Graham. Scott Ackerman's walking around very strangely. He's really really surveying the scene. Comedy Bang Bang starts in about 35 minutes. All right, so mine, I I chose Andrew, who has a cut of top sirloin steak that was marked down from $10 to $2.93, which seems like an unhealthy price to pay for a steak. That's a pound in weight. Guess I'm sleeping over your place tonight, bro. <laughs> Where is Andrew? Where's he at? Oh, I'm, I'm going to punch someone is. in the eye just is so that put like, that steak on their face. How long has it been? Does it like sit in your car all day or something? Oh. Or? Do you think it's safe to cook? Yeah. You're going to eat it? I ate one. I'm just saying, if somebody ends oh, up Oh, meat doesn't it, go I'm bad sorry. when you leave it out. You're fine, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, shouldn't it be really cold it's, right now? It's, it's like warm, it's like warm it's already. Warm. No, just put it on some yogurt and leave them both out. You'll be good. <laughs> you just want to let that marinate in some mayo overnight. Yeah, it's all right. So, so Andy's playing for Andrew. That's but couldn't make it simpler for me. Well, you could make it simpler. We're gonna call you Andy, or we're gonna call you Andrew. Either way. And Graham is playing for MI4. I don't know what that means. Oh, Ghost Protocol. It's the oh yeah. It's the uh, it's the scream mask. Uh, but you is know. your name Mia? With oh, it's Mia. Mia. Mia Four. Uh, Mi Four. Ghost Protocol. All right, and uh, Scott. I'm playing for Nick. Uh, he has his name tag is the poster for Rutger Hauer is Nick with a shotgun, which looks no incredible. hobo. Hashtag no hobo. <laughs> <laughs> Delivering justice one shell at a time. Awesome. Yeah, that's a great one. Well done, name tag makers. Mia, Nick, and Andy. I think he violated the, per, the amateur rule for this. This looks professionally done. Do you work somewhere where you guys do these? Thrill- uh, my wife's a designer. My wife. Uh, all right. Yeah, and I, don't know what, I don't know what rule you're know. talking about. I have no rules. I mean, I, there's a lot of rules, but that's not one of them. Could Is be it time for new rules? It could be as professional as you want it, want it to be. What drives me crazy is when the guests just pick somebody just scribbled their name on a napkin and they pick that because they're like, huh, isn't it funny that this guy didn't try at all and I, and I picked him? It's like, no, that's, that's the worst part of life. And the people who don't try at all is fucking the worst succeed. Part of life. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> all right. worse than blood diamonds. <clears throat> we'll start with the worst part of life, blood diamonds. I would say it's worse than someone who's lazy. I would put, <laughs> I would put slave labor for money over laziness. Maybe I will give you that. If the guy's on his couch and he's not making somebody else do the work, then okay. But if he's got somebody that he owns and he's making them do the work and he's lazy, then, then, that's, he's, a t- then he's a total That's yeah. the worst person alive. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Andy gets to pick the first category, and uh, you get to choose from the following. Would you like... 
a gentleman or a lady called I Have a Boomstick on Twitter suggested Darshi Blows, which is films that feature a blowjob. <laughs> a lady giving a man mouth fun. <laughs> Lower extremity mouth fun. Or, speaking of that, Justin Timberlake is celebrating a birthday today. Sp- speaking of mouth fun. <laughs> yeah. More like fun for my ears. <laughs> I don't like to watch his movies. I like to listen to them. No. Well, then you probably might not know which actors were in them, so you might hope that uh, Andy doesn't pick that category. Or... What category is it? Just, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, that's it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's movies that he's seen. <laughs> okay. Great. Coincidentally, <laughs> also only in the movies he's been in. That's the exact same list. Yeah. No, yeah, he's, uh, it's Justin Timberlake films. And um, at Play Me Off B-Cat suggested, based on a two-story, and that's movies with the word house in the title. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a long way to go and a long time to get there. All right, which one of those would you like, Andy? Uh, uh, J- JT's birthday. All right. Guys, you're tight. Two and a half stars. Two and a half stars from Leonard Moulton. 2007's the year. He says this movie is probably great. He says that the third act drags. And that the finale is ludicrous. Let me double check. But ludicrous is not in it. It's just the finale. <laughs> the finale is somewhat ludicrous. Third act drags. JT is in it from 2007, two and a half stars. And he lists seven names. How many names do you think you can get it in? Andy Wood. Then we'll be going to Scott Ackerman Wood. And then over to Graham. The third act drags. No. Ludicrous. Mm-hmm. But still two and a half stars. Mm-hmm. Um, How many out of seven? Let's do uh, s- um, two out of seven. Three out of seven. Three. Wow, three. Somebody came to play. <laughs> what do you say to that, Scott? I'm trying to think of all the movies where the third act drags. <laughs> <laughs> Narrowing it down. I got a couple. Uh, JT, 2007, Third Act Drags. Name that movie. (laughs) All right. Their three names are not going to be any help, Uh. is my prediction. The the sweet spot is really the top four. But who knows? You may recognize something. Kim Richards, David Banner, and John Cothran. David Banner of Hulk fame? Yep. Yeah, it's David <laughs> Banner. Yes, this is <laughs> JT in a movie yeah. where the Hulk is sixth build. He, okay. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, he has kind of a small part. He's just their mailman. You know, he doesn't yeah. even ever really... <laughs> um, <sighs> Black, Black Snake Moan? Damn you, that is correct. <laughs> Wow. 
How could the third act drag? <laughs> How could Snake Moan? She must get unchained in the third act, and that takes too long to get to the third act, in yeah. my opinion. But it's kind of sexy because she's all bruised and shit. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Wait, I meant it's not sexy because she's all bruised and shit. Lady, show us your bruises tonight. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> all right. No, it's it's horrifying how yeah, how sure. dented up she is. <laughs> dented up? God damn dented it! Up. Making it worse. <laughs> you're, you're I have like no opinion a, on this issue. She's chained to a radiator for a lot of the movie. I thought she was chained outside it's to a tree. Spoiler. Yeah, he probably ties her up to a tree when you know when she has to go. Oh, okay. He's not. He's not a total. Like <laughs> sometimes a radiator, sometimes a tree. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this Always since Graham wasn't involved in that particular fracas, we'll start with him, and we'll move in the opposite direction to Andy. And you get to pick a category, Graham. Would you like at Kubrick ninety seven suggested Bruce Willis number movies? Bruce Willis has been in a number of movies where there's a number in the title. <laughs> Die Hard 2, 3, and 4 would be examples. I thought you said lumber. He has been, he works with lumber a lot. No, uh, number. Bruce Willis numbers uh, in the movie. Then we have this exciting category that only play with the finest of players, suggested by Asparagus P. We have zero names. That's where if you pick the category, I will read the entire review, and then the bidding starts with you at zero or however many negative names you want to go. Or, the King of Pancakes category, number one movie <coughs> ten years ago to this very day. Number one ten years ago. Which one would you like, Graham? Um, let's go with Bruce Willis' number movie. Okay. This one is... That had blowjobs in them. From... <laughs> I can't say one way or the other on that. This is from 1995. Leonard, uh, Leonard calls it a bomb. He says this movie, about this movie, what a cast. And, <laughs> and that uh, Bruce Willis appears unbilled, is what he says. So Bruce Willis isn't even one of the 20 names. <laughs> How many names do you think you get it in, Graham Elwood? And he says it's a bomb? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 20 names? All right, well, I'll go. I'll start with uh, 15. Good, good. Andy? Andy! Uh, uh, 10. 10 out of 20. Okay. Scockerman? Nine. Graham? I'm speaking German. <laughs> yeah, with a Spanish Oh, oh, you don't want to play yet? You're not ready? We're moving myself. No, I'll say nine names. He says nine names, Graham. Name that movie. Okay. What year again? 95? I think you're going to get it. Fuck. (laughs) 95, but I've been wrong. I was wrong about Black Black Snake Moan over here. Uh, You get nine names? Yeah, it turns out bruises are sexy. (laughs) Bruce Willis is on build. What a cast! Bomb. Nine names. Selma Hayek, Danny Verdujko, Lana McKissick, Alicia Witt, Tamlin Tomita, Marissa Tomei, Lily Taylor, Quentin Tarantino, and Ioni Sky. Nobody said anything. 
It's a Bruce Willis movie that has a number in it. What do you think, Grant? I mean, uh, Scott? Let me go through all the numbers. Let's see. There's one. <laughs> there's two. Well, there's three. Five. Am I forgetting one? Uh, I'll say four rooms. That's correct. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> 